The Carolina Hurricanes are entering their 25th season in Raleigh, North Carolina. And now it's time to look at a 25th anniversary roster ahead of the season beginning. Your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked on Hurricanes on the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. As always, thank you for making Locked on Hurricanes your first listen of this Monday afternoon. And don't forget to follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. Now, this is something we've been talking about doing for a little bit now, but the Carolina Hurricanes keep deciding to uh, make some moves and host events. So now we are finally getting around to the 25th anniversary roster. This is a roster that I compiled. It's it's obviously going to change as the time goes on and uh, as feelings change and my mood changes. I mean, this is something that, you know, it's my personal opinion for lack of a better uh, uh, explanation there. So, yeah, you know, I'll probably, you know, three months from now may decide to take a guy out. And put another one in. Maybe move a guy up in the lineup, move a guy down in the lineup. Uh, but first, we'll start with honestly, I think the easiest ones, uh, and that is the goalies. Um, and obviously, the Hurricanes' all time goalie is Cam Ward. Really, no question there. Uh, I know yeah, he, towards the end of his tenure here in. Uh, Raleigh, we've obviously talked about it at length in the past, but yeah, he was overplayed, playing hurt, didn't have a quality backup, and because of that, he was having to play more than he should have, and I really think it uh, sped up his decline uh, in his play, and you know, I, I still stand by, you know, at some point I think you know number 30 will go up in the rafters uh I I think that's gonna happen at some point there'll be a couple other guys you know we talk about here in a little bit uh that I think their numbers will go up and you know we talked about the um uh ring of honor walk of honor hall of honor whatever you want to call it uh, a few episodes ago and some of these guys you know they may find their place in there rather than up in the rafters but I do think Cam Ward he's the all-time Hurricanes goaltender and I think it's it's going to be that way for a long time honestly uh, as much as we like Freddie Anderson Auntie Ranta they're on the wrong side of 30 the, you know, they're not going to be guys that are here for a decade plus uh so Cam Ward is holding that down uh for the foreseeable future and as far as uh second goaltender this is where you know, it gets a little tricky because I personally, I went with Arturis Urbe as the other goalie for the Hurricanes anniversary roster. Yeah, he's the one that got us to the Stanley Cup the first time. He was 
you know, really instrumental in those early, early days of the Hurricanes being in North Carolina, whether it was in Raleigh or in Greensboro. And obviously folks like, like myself, you know, we may not have a vivid memory of watching him play like Cam Ward, but, you know, you talk to some of the older fans that have really been around you. Know, I talked to my dad about this. And, yeah, he really had some fond memories of watching Urbe play for the Hurricanes. And, you know, again, yeah, I think, you know, the second uh, goalie, I think that uh, mantle could be up for grabs before too long, um, you know, with some of these other guys. Like, depending on how long he is here, Frederick Anderson. Uh, and, obviously, you know, some honorable mentions. I know a lot of folks have fond memories of Kevin Weeks and his time here, but I think Urbe Hughes, Urbe and Ward, those, those were the two guys here. And obviously, Mrazic, uh, honorable mention, same with Reimer. Uh, yeah, the, the, those guys are honorable mentions. They were really uh, instrumental in turning the franchise around uh, from a bottom-feeding franchise to you know the serious playoff contender that we uh, have before us now and you know so those guys obviously deserve a nod but at the end of the day Ward and Urbe the those are the two guys uh, that are Hurricanes uh, 25th anniversary goalies for sure and now moving away from the goalies onto the defensemen uh, this was uh, this was one where you know I feel like yeah, there's some gimmies, but there are also some like, do I put this guy here? Do I not put him here? And we will get into those right after this quick break. If you haven't tried one of Built Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor, and that is delicious indulgent cookie dough covered in 100% chocolate. So let me introduce you to the Cookie Dough Chunk Puffs. They have a light and chewy texture. They're made with real cookie dough. And of course, again, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it. Plus, it's healthy for you. Cookie Dough Puffs are only 160 calories and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Run to Built.com and snag a box for you and the whole family. It will be the perfect treat. Back to school season is upon us. So you want a healthy snack to put in your kid's lunchbox? There you go. Or if you don't want to share, you can just find a really good hiding place and keep them all for yourself. Like all Built Bars, the Cookie Dough Chunk Puff is covered in 100% real chocolate. That means they are healthy and tasty. Chocolate covered cookie dough with a light fluffy texture and what's great about built is that all of their bars regardless of the flavor are made with collagen protein which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits eat something that tastes good and is good for you you are going to love the new cookie dough chunk puff it's been one of my favorites that they've released whether you need a snack for your workout a late night treat or just need a quick bite Built is the perfect protein bar for you, and they taste better than a candy bar. So ditch the calories, fat, and the sugar, and grab yourself a Built Bar. 
So right now, go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order when you use promo code LOCKED on 15 for 15% off at built.com. Now diving into the 25th anniversary defenseman. This was again one where I did have some, you know, questions, you know, when I was making this, you know, who do I put in here, who do I not? And I feel like the top pairing is probably the most obvious. You know, we got guy with his name in the rafters and a guy that is going to have his name in the rafters whenever all things are said and done and that is Jacob Slavin and Glenn Wesley I feel that was this was one of the easiest things I had when making this aside from Cam Ward really uh, of like Jacob Slavin is I think when all things are said and done on his career, I do very well think he will go down as the best defenseman in franchise history and one of the best players in franchise history. I know that is a very bold claim, you know, considering you know, he still has years and years and years left on his career, but I do think Jacob Slavin is well on his way to being the best defenseman in franchise history and being up there regarded as one of the greatest players in franchise history. And he will likely have his number up in the rafters as well when all things are said and done. I think he has been amazing for the team. Um, And I don't really think you can really argue against it everyone knows just how good of a defenseman he is and moving away from Jacob Slavin onto Glenn Wesley he's another one that you know I feel that he was a kind of a no-brainer to put on here he's has his number up in the rafters for a reason he was very instrumental in getting the Hurricanes to the top of the mountain back in 2006 he was really instrumental part of the early days of the franchise he was on the whalers uh whenever before they moved and then when they moved to north carolina he was there for all of it very much you know like john forsland we've talked about in the past with him he was with him when they were with the whalers and he stayed for a very very long time i mean you look at his career you know he's came to Hartford at the time in the 94-95 season and he stayed with the franchise you know through 02-03 brief trip to Toronto in the uh that 02-03 season with a trade but he came right back and you know he won that Stanley Cup in 2006-2007 he went to the cup final in 2001 so he was there for all of it. He was there for the move, for the first cup, and then, or for the cu- first cup run, and then when the cup came here, and he, like Urbe, you know, you talk to a lot of those older fans that really remember him playing. A lot of them, they got really great memories of listening to him play again. You know, like. You know, talking with my dad, you know, he really enjoyed watching Wesley play in the back of the back in the day. 
you know, he remembered him from when he was on the Whalers. And then, obviously, the team coming here and, you know, playing in the Greensboro Coliseum, playing in uh, Raleigh Entertainment Sports Arena, and then RBC Center, and obviously didn't play for PNC Arena, but he's a guy that has his number up there for a reason. And, yeah, uh, there's really, again, one of those things that not a whole lot of explanation needed here. And, you know, moving on to the second pairing, this is where it got a little tricky for me, honestly. And uh, because this is where I started wondering, like, all right, do I put this guy here? Do I leave him out? And, you know, this was... This was also one where, you know, kind of flip-flopping some guys. Do I have him here? Do I have him uh, on the third pairing? Or, you know, what do I do here? But ultimately, this one could be a bit of recency bias. And this is one I was a little torn on because of he didn't have the longevity of some of these other guys. But Dougie Hamilton, I I, I put him on this roster. Uh, I think, you know, he was another one of those guys. He was instrumental in a really key piece in getting this franchise to where it is right now on August 15, 2022, of being a team that is in Stanley Cup conversation. Like, can this team win it? And you know, not just, you know, can they make the playoffs? Can they get out of the bottom of the Metro Division standings and stuff like that? Yeah, I think uh, he was a really key piece in that with that trade of bringing him here from Calgary. And I think, you know, the one knock against him is, well, two, his... Uh, defensive game uh that uh last postseason run especially in that nashville series when slavin was out of you know kind of his defense being a little suspect and then again he doesn't have the longevity of some of these other guys on the roster you know in general whether you know they're past present whatever he didn't have the longevity but i think the impact that he had on the Hurricanes during his time here was crazy. Yeah, absolutely crazy. He was a guy that produced on the ice and got the job done out there. Or down there, I guess you would say. Uh, but also the fans. You know, he. I don't think that can be overlooked of... He was really big in bringing this franchise back, not only in terms of winning, but also just getting fan interest back in. He was, you know, a huge, huge fan favorite while he was here. He still is. You constantly, constantly see Dougie Hamilton jerseys, shirts, whatever, whenever you go to games. People still love him, and does he get his number retired? No, he, he doesn't. He wasn't here long enough for that, but should they do a hall ring walk of honor? I think Dougie is a lock to be in there because, again, he 
produced on and off the ice for the Hurricanes while he was here. And it does still suck that he isn't here anymore. Uh, And I think he would be, had he been one of those guys to be able to stick around, yeah, he's another one that, that had he stuck around and got the long-term deal with the Hurricanes rather than the Devils, that Slavin-Hamilton pairing could have gone down as the best defensive pairing in franchise history. It won't because, again, of that longevity there. And then paired with Dougie Hamilton there on that second pairing, I have Sean Hill. He's a guy, you know, again, from the early days of the Hurricanes. You know, you look at the Hurricanes' all-time defensive uh, leaders. He's a top three defenseman there for the Hurricanes all-time. Yeah, he's, yeah, again, yeah, he is, uh, has, uh, 369 games played for the Hurricanes. And in that time, 38 goals, 119 assists, uh, 157 points. And, you know, while I don't have a whole lot of memory of watching him play, again, going back to some of these older fans uh, watching him play, again, just one of those guys that folks enjoyed watching back in the day. And moving to the third pairing, uh, this was one where it was a little tricky for me, uh, for one guy. I will do the uh, easy one first, and that was Brett Pesci. He was one where he, he was a shoe in for this. He's going to be a guy, you know, you know, we're talking about Sean Hill being on that list. You know, he's at number three. Brett Pesci is number five, and he is going to be a guy that is – continuing to be here for the Hurricanes for a long time, I feel. And he is just going to continue to climb and climb these all-time rankings for the franchise. So he was a shoe-in. And the one hard one that I had of where to put him and do I even put him in was Justin Falk. Uh, Because he's is not... I want to use the word controversial, but I don't. I think the better term here would be divisive, because when he was on, he was on, and he was really good for the team, and he was for so many years one of the very few bright spots that we had. And yeah, he's a guy that, like some of these other guys, you know, really bringing it off the ice of well being involved in the community and you know being a guy that got some of these kids and now young adults into hockey and i that's again one of the things i don't think should be overlooked here of his impact on the franchise off the ice he was a guy that a lot of folks enjoyed watching but again they're quite a few times where he just dropped the ball quite a bit for the Hurricanes and that's why I bumped him down to the third pairing because a lot of folks they have those memories of oh Justin Falk did this he did this which is really good but you know there's so many just criticisms 
And was he the scapegoat a lot? Yes. But where there's smoke, there's fire. Uh, and that's why I put him down on the third pairing. I, there's a case to be made to have him on that second pairing for sure. Same with Brett Pesci, honestly. I think you could make that case as well. And honestly, I'd probably make that case. Uh, but again, like I said at the top of the episode, this is one where, yeah, probably in a couple months, I'll be like, ah, do I really want you know, this guy in here? Yeah, do I want that guy there? And yeah, it's going to change. But Justin Falk, I feel he had the longevity and he was a bright spot for the team and multi-time all-star. Maybe because we didn't have anyone else to send. But, you know, he, he again was one of those guys that, you know, I think he's a shoe-in for a walk of honor, ring of honor, whatever. I think he's a shoe-in for that. Yeah, you know, he he was with this franchise for a very long time and one of the few bright spots that we had. Even with his uh, pitfalls, he was still really vital to getting the team to where it is today. Even if he was only here for that one playoff run, it was nice also to see him get a playoff run with the team because for so so long, you know, no playoffs, no playoffs, and he finally got his playoff run with the Hurricanes, and it was a deep one, and now he's in St. Louis, he got his contract that he wanted, and yeah, Justin Falk, (laughs) Uh, but moving away from the defensemen and the goalies, now we have probably what everyone's been wanting to hear, the forwards, and we will dive into the forwards right after this quick break. So now it's time to dive into the all-time forward uh, lineup for the Carolina Hurricanes. This is obviously going to have names that you expect to see here, names you maybe don't expect to see, maybe names where you feel they're too high, too low. I don't know. There's still some guys, you know, as I'm recording, like, oh, like, should I move this guy around? Should I move him up? Should I move him down? Uh, so, yeah. Um, but I feel the top line is one that is pretty, pretty solid, and that is. Sebastian Ajo, Eric Stahl, and Tavo Teravainen. Yeah, uh, I really don't feel this one needs any explanation. Eric Stahl is still holding a lot of records for the Hurricanes. He is still you know, a guy that, again, like some of these other guys, like Cam Ward, Urbe, Wesley, Hamilton, he's a guy that got a lot of fans into hockey uh and i i'd like to think he will be one to have his number up in the rafters uh whenever he decides to call it i know he hasn't officially done it yet but maybe he does maybe he doesn't i don't know we'll have to wait and see what happens uh but he's a guy that yeah i think he's a shoe in you know for this and uh, you looking, you know, there on that top line with him was Sebastian Ajo and Tavo Teravainen. Ajo, I kind of had a kind of wonder where you know do I put him because he is obviously an all-time player already. Uh, but you know, Eric Stahl, yeah, you know, he's you know he's an all-time center for the franchise. But so is Sebastian Ajo, but Sebastian Ajo does play the wing as well. So yeah, you know, I moved him over there, and then. Uh, Tavo, another guy that 
you know, I think, you know, when all things are said and done, he's going to be way up there uh, in terms of all-time impact and numbers and all that stuff. He, he's going to be way up there in regard as one of the top players of the franchise. Same with Sebastian Ajo. I mean, he already is taking these records uh, from guys like Stahl and Brendan Moore and all that stuff. So those guys were all locks. Uh, going on to the second line for the Hurricanes, this was one where, you know, two of these guys, I was like, all right, this is where I want these. But one of them was uh, when I was a little like, oh, where do I put him? Uh, but ultimately, I decided that we're going to go on the second line is Jeff Skinner, Ron Francis, Francis, and Andre Sveshnikov. This is a line of generations of the franchise. Yet Skinner, of he like Justin Falk, was a guy that had his pitfalls and had his issues but he's again a guy that when he was on he was on did he peak early in his career yeah i think he did but he was again like falk one of the few bright spots that we had for quite a long time and it does suck that he never got to experience that playoff run and he still hasn't uh and it doesn't look like he will anytime soon and he is one that you know it would have been interesting to see how he would have fit in to what the Hurricanes have going on now. Because, you know, he did have that offensive upside. And he was one that, it would be interesting to see how he would fit in now. It really would be. Uh, but that's, you know, just a what if scenario there. And then on the center line, Ron Francis, the guy that, you know, He's a Hartford Whaler legend. You know, he came back uh, after his time away and was instrumental in those early days of the franchise, like some of these other guys that we've talked about, like Urbe, like Wesley. And he was part of that first trip to the Stanley Cup final uh, where they lost to Detroit. And, yeah, really no... That's one we really don't need a lot of explanation there as far as him as a player. He has his number up there in the rafters for a reason. I know some folks are soured on him in recent memory, uh, not necessarily from playing, but from his general manager uh, role and things that happened there. And, yeah, so I do understand that. But I think, you know, looking at an on-ice thing, uh, he's a top player ever for the team. And, you know, moving over to Andrei Sveshnikov, I think, yeah, he's a guy that is very, very young, but he is already having a massive impact on the franchise, and that is going to continue to grow as time goes on. I know some folks may argue he is too high here. I could see that, but ultimately I think he is, he's going to be a guy that we look back on, you know, like, an Aho, a Sveshnikov, a Slavin. These are going to be guys that 10 years from now, we're looking at, yeah, these are some of the all-time best franchise players. And Svech, you know, I said 
I think yeah, that's that's where he belongs. He he belongs in top six all time. Uh, and moving down to the third line, yeah, this is I had Jeff Skinner here for a little bit as well. Uh, but yeah, that uh, second, third, and fourth line, uh, that left wing, those were guys that were getting bumped around a lot. Um, ultimately, I end up deciding to go with Ray Whitney here on the third line. Uh, for the Hurricanes' all-time lost roster, you know he's top ten player all time, you know in terms of points and all that stuff, and you know, being again just one of those older players that uh, some of these younger guys may not necessarily have the memories of. But like we've said, you know, with some of these old older guys going back, you know, to your your parents and friends and whatnot of talking about them and, you know, what they did. Uh, obviously Whitney, uh, he had a longer ish playing career than some of these other guys. So obviously some younger folks may remember him playing. He didn't retire until his 2013, 14, yeah, 13, 14 season when he was at Dallas, but he is one of those guys that, he was part of that uh, Stanley Cup team and a team that went down in history for the NHL and the Hurricanes. And a lot of folks have very, very fond memories of him. And he's a he's a guy that you also, uh, for me personally, you look at how long he played, not only for the Hurricanes, but just in general. I'm like, oh, man, this guy played for a very long time. Drafted, you know, first season, 91-92 in San Jose. Last season, 2013-2014 in Dallas. So, you know, he was also, you know, part of that 20th anniversary team uh, years ago. So, he's a guy that, again, you know, a lot of folks have fond, fond memories of and then here on the third line center, Rod Rendemore. Duh. <laughs> I was about to say, do I need further explanation? But yeah, uh, he's the greatest player in franchise history. Uh, and yeah, I know I have him here on that second line or third line uh, center in position. I almost did have him on that second line, but ultimately I feel, you know, fantasy making a roster you know, we look at the offense you know what not you want the really big scores there so i mean yeah i put france ahead of him but brendan he's the greatest player in franchise history if anyone's getting a statue out front it's rod Brendamore. he has his number 17 up there for a reason he is again there everything that could be said about him has been said he's the greatest player in franchise history he has been here you know, since the year 2000, 2001. He's been here for over 20 years. As a player, he was on that first uh, run to the final. He was the captain of the team that won it all. He has also, you know, got him back to the conference final as a player. Uh, and then he obviously transitioned into front office and coaching, and then he's been instrumental in getting the team back there of, getting it to where it is today and he is case to be made for all-time coach as well but i only reason i don't do that is because i can just 
longevity. Uh, I think you know, we're a little early on here for all-time coach, but you know, it's. Uh, I think he's not only going to go down. He already is the best player in franchise history. He's going to go down as the best head coach in franchise history as well. And you know, I we'll talk more about the coach here in a minute. But uh, yeah, they're on the right wing. I have Justin Williams again instrumental of getting this team is where it is today of turning this franchise around and he's a guy that I personally think he should have his number up there in the rafters I really think he should he is a guy that uh, you never hear a negative thing about it and he can produce on the ice for as well he had his uh, Mr. Game 7 moniker for a reason. And he, I, I just think about, you know, his first game back after, you know, he took his time away of going in a shootout. Of course, Justin Williams gets it, you know. And his leadership that he brought, I mean, he could bring it, you know, in terms of playing, but his leadership was unmatched. And... He's going to be, I think, one of the best captains in franchise history. I think, you know, obviously you have Rod Brendamore up there. You have Justin Williams. Uh, I think Jordan Stahl, he's going to be a guy that you really look back fondly on. Uh, and obviously Ron Francis. Yeah, yeah, I think Justin Williams, he's going to be up there, you know, in terms of all-time Hurricanes legends. And... Yeah, he's beloved for a reason. He still lives here. He's still a part of the organization, even though he's not even playing anymore. Uh, and I think that says a lot to just how much the franchise means to him. He won a cup with us. He obviously won two more with L.A. Uh, in case you probably made to put him on that all-time roster as well. But that is for Locked on Kings to do, not for me. Uh, and then moving down to the fourth line, uh we have Eric Cole. He's a guy that, again, lot, folks have a lot of fond memories about him. And he was, again, one of those guys I'm kind of bouncing around of where do I have this guy. But ultimately, I kind of settled there on that fourth line for him. Uh, centerman is Jordan Stahl. I think, you know, you look at, God, he's one of those guys that he's been here through it all. He came uh, right after that trip to the conference final where we lost to his then Pittsburgh Penguins. He was here for that entire playoff drought. And he has since been key in getting this franchise turned around and where it is right now. I think, you know, he uh, he is going to be one of those guys that is, I think a case could be made for him on Mount Rushmore of Hurricanes when all things is said and done. And, you know, he's not an offensive guy by any means. That's why I have him farther down in terms of the lineup. But I think his impact on the franchise is is really big. And it's one of those things that you can't really... It's hard to put into words, you know? Uh, because, again, he is a guy that he's been through all of it. And, you know, Justin Falk, you know, he had that one trip to the playoffs. But Jordan Stahl, he's stuck with it, and he has gotten rewarded hand over fist. 
in terms of his loyalty to the franchise. And he, like his brother uh, and Jeff Skinner and Cam Ward and Justin Falk, bright spots when there weren't a whole lot. And he easily could have said he wanted out, he wanted a trade, whatever it may be, but he stuck around and he's still here. And we're coming up on the end of that 10 year contract extension that he signed. Uh, but it's, it's going to be one of those, I think when all things are said and done for him, he's, he's going to be up there and his 11, I think is a lock to be in the rafters, uh, for sure. And yeah, we mentioned, uh, Eric Stahl, and we're talking about Jordan Stahl. He's obviously not an all-time roster member by any means, but that picture with their brother Jared Stahl, that's an all-time Hurricanes photo. That's cool. And it would have been cool to have Mark in it, uh, and it would have been cool to see Mark play for the Hurricanes. I don't think that happens at this point uh, in his career, but, you know, it's... Is really cool. Uh, that was a really cool photo. Uh, and then rounding out the forward group, this is a toss up, really. It's uh, between Brutu and LaRose. Uh, I, I mean, I probably, this is one, again, it's a top up, toss up. So, uh, you know, part of me wants to lean to Brutu because of the numbers. Um, he's 14th all time. The Rose is 20th, and I think for that reason alone, I'll uh, sling it over to Rutu. But, I mean, you look, was it yesterday or the day before, uh, when the Hurricanes uh, posted uh, Chad LaRose on their on their social media. It was like Chad LaRose, days away from hockey, is yesterday. Uh, and just how many folks that just flooded it, it's just like, oh, Chad LaRose, you know, I loved him. Yeah, he's a guy that you gotta throw in there as well. And then you know, as an honorable mention, he could very well be there. And again, like I said, you know, a few months around, he very well could be. Uh, then you look at some of these other guys. You know, as far as like honorable mentions, I guess you would say. Um, you know, we are mentioning Kevin Weeks. You know, he's an all-time goalie for the Hurricanes. No, but I think he at least deserves an honorable mention because of how many fond memories folks have of him. Uh, and then. You also have Tim Gleason as well, now assistant coach. Uh, he's got, I feel he deserves an honorable mention. He's on the all-time roster. I mean, you know, a case could maybe be made for it, but uh, just, again, one of those guys that you know, a lot of folks have fond memories over. And then for me personally, I, I don't think he's an all-time member uh, of the franchise or on the all-time roster or anything like that. But for me, one of my, like, first, like, favorite players, especially you know, aside from Eric Stahl, Rod Brendamore, Cam Ward, you know, the obvious ones was Brandon Sutter. I loved him whenever I was a kid, so I at least got to give him a shout here. Again, is he on the all-time roster? No, he's not. Got to give him a shout. He was one of the one of my favorite players growing up for the Hurricanes. So at least got to give him a mention. Uh, but... Like I said, I'll probably change this here in a couple months, uh, depending on my mood. But in the meantime, make sure you follow Locked on Hurricanes 
on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96 and subscribe on YouTube. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode where we finally do the belated yearly end of year and end of year awards. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode.